So it's what? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Is this why you didn't want to talk to me about this? So there's going to be a full moon in cap on July 13th. That's going to highlight all the ways you've grown over the past few months. Chances are gone during that. Chances are you've changed probably a lot. Hey, woo-woo crew. Hi. I'm Ilana. I'm Jack. And welcome to another episode of The Vicious Virgos. Today, we're going to be rolling into our summer predictions. We've done spring predictions before, and we did annual predictions, but we've never done summer because, well, we haven't really... Did we? I guess we did have our podcast during the summer. Yeah, last year when we were like babies and yeah. we didn't know what the you hell what we the, were doing. We said um every five minutes and write and whatever hey, else. I'm sorry. Our last podcast, I definitely said that because <laughs> I've realized that it's when people aren't paying attention to me. <laughs> and when we had Colin sneak in last minute, which of course it hasn't come out yet. You guys will hear it. But like we had Colin come in last minute to end a episode with me because Ilana had to leave and he wasn't paying attention to me. So, so I kept going, right? Okay. <laughs> right. And I was like, Ilana, that is literally because I don't think people are paying attention now. So today we're going to be going over your summer predictions according to your Zodiac sign. But before we get started, we thought it would be kind of fun for you to get to know us better and talk about the most memorable summers of our life and the most transformational summers of our life. Let's do that. Ilana, what would you say is our best summer together? I I mean, without a doubt, 2007, that was the coolest summer. I do think that last summer was interesting. Like, I think it was, it was a good summer, but it was also a lot of learning. But 20, 2007 was really, really memorable. No, it was really, really memorable. I mean, I had, that was my first year of college. So it was the summer after my first year of college, I came home and I had broken up with my boyfriend or I put him on a break, whatever. And <laughs> we were on, a he break. put me on a break. So I put him on a break. I'm like, fuck you. And I was like getting around and dating people and sleeping with people. And you were encouraging me. And then you were, oh my God. were, uh, I was so rebellious. I think that was the summer I dropped out of college. She was with a, I mean, the most toxic human being I've ever, one of the most toxic human beings I've ever met. And the relationship was awful. It was like something out of like a really, I don't know, like a I really bad teen know. movie. I don't know if it was that bad at that point because we'd only been dating for a couple months. It but I bad. can confirm that Ilana didn't like him and she didn't like him so much that so she does this thing like when her Sagittarius comes out where she like wants me to just like go be free. Yeah. So she she literally was like the worst influence in the entire world. She would never do this today, but she would help me get ready to go on dates and cheat on my boyfriend. He was he was hor- <laughs> he was a horrific person he was so bad convinced you to uphold like unbend your life and when you're around each other it was the most toxic thing I've ever seen I used to be and I I'm not as bad as I have previously been but I used to be so easily persuaded by people that I was dating to make these really big life changes right like the reason I didn't end up going to college here in California was because of the guy that I was dating my Mm -hmm. junior year of high school my senior year of high school right and so it's like one of the big reasons why I dropped out of college was because I started dating this dude and I was like it caused problems at home which then caused problems at school and it was just like trickle down effect but I will say oh my god you guys, if you knew Ilana and I back in 2007, one, you probably never would have been friends with us because we were so weird. I was like, and two, you would have wished you were friends with us because we were so weird. Well, so I was, I was a raver from like 15 to 17 and I stopped because there's some trauma that happened there. But then when Jack and I got, became friends, I kind of told her about raving because I was really in the EDM scene. It wasn't called EDM at the time anyway. And so we started going to like, they were, how did you even get me to go with you? I don't know. Cause they weren't raves. They were like festivals and like small and like club nights. Like they weren't real raves. Those are not raves. I just remember so, my mom was mortified and thought that we were out like dropping ecstasy. And so like doing this is all what's stuff. funny is that that was definitely me in my 15, 16 years. But by the time I, you know, was we 18, 17, 19. I was done with that. So 18, no, we would literally, I think maybe one or two times we drank a little bit. We like, had I'm those talking, little tiny airplane yes. bottles. And it was like, I wasn't definitely not drunk. And other no. than we went home by 10. Oh my God. You guys, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> we like, we, would, had we would spend five hours yeah. getting ready to go to this thing. Yeah. Right. Where I would end up wearing some, one of Ilana's tube tops as a skirt. <laughs> like I had weird, I had some cool stuff. Oh, I still, that, that pink skirt that had like the face on it. It. We like, had, I still remember that. We had demonia platform boobs, boots, oh. which are boobs, uh, boots, which are from England. And they're like for, they were for like 
I think they're male. men's boots. Yeah, they're for men. Um, and they were like nine inches tall. Well, I'm sure women still wear them all the time. They're like go-go boots, but they have huge they're platforms. Amazing. We wore those. They're I, amazing. I, they're amazing. They made your legs look insane. So good. We were nine we inches would, taller. We like, would go to Sephora beforehand. This is like before people got weird about using samples, and we would literally do our makeup at Sephora. Ilana would always wear hot pink eyeshadow, and I always did like blue and green. Yeah, we had our. And at the end of the day, it was just a fun summer. It was a lot of driving around. A lot, a lot of, of Taco music. Bell a lot of music blasting. <laughs> we felt really good about ourselves and it was great. And then most transformational and I'm calling it transformational because I think there were good and bad parts of this summer. I think for us both was the same year, but it was funny because this was a year where we weren't that close. Like we, I was in another country and Jack was like at another planet. So we didn't really, we didn't really talk much, but it was 2010. I had just graduated college. I had a very traumatic breakup where my, I don't want to get into it because it's extremely embarrassing, but basically just the, tell them the guy I was dating. Cause it's just such a story. Like I'm just going to give you very short. The guy I was dating who I met on MySpace in the music industry, my but, first boyfriend I met on MySpace. So, so anyways, long story short, he moved to England. I was supposed to move with him. Stop talking to me out of nowhere, cheated on me with a famous singer and then kind of told me, and then I did some digging cause I didn't hear from him, found out that he had a past life as a gay stripper. Good for you. Just didn't know that. And I think also not only a stripper, but might have done some other things that I wasn't necessarily privy to online and basically like cons people out of money. And it was horrible. It was literally horrible. I felt my whole world felt shattered. So I ended up still going to Europe and got my heart broken again by an Irish guy who is now a famous DJ. And it was horrible. And that was during the World Cup. Had a great time in Holland, lived there for a while. Then I moved to Sweden, moved in with a guy, lived with him for a few months, did my music career, traveled, got to sing at like a 100,000 person event. It was really cool. Anyway, so then uh, fired my manager. Then this guy who I'm living with decides to go out one night, cheat on me, and came back. I find out because um, I know that we you speak Swedish, but I have Google Translate, bitch. So then cheats on me. He used I to find talk. Out. He used to speak Swedish like right in front of you too, thinking that you didn't know. Yeah, and I'm like, I've learned actually quite a bit of Swedish though. Va fun. Anyway, so basically, yeah, that happened, and I like it was really bad. And I finally moved back home after that. And that's my dog in the background. I finally moved back home after that and then got a job. But it was just very transformational for my music career, my love life. And at that point, I was like, I'm never, ever, ever traveling for a guy again, which is funny because then I had a boyfriend in South Africa. But (laughs) I mean, I had a thing with guys. So Jack might have changed her life for like, you know, but for me, it was traveling to foreign countries. My Sagittarius rising was I mean, it's so funny because Jack was such a Leo rising and I was such a Sag rising. But tell me about your 2010. Well, no, it's really interesting that you bring that up too, because there was a really big period where Ilana and I, we were not connected to each other anymore. No, like I, was we in, were, I was in England. Like, like we I didn't were, care. But we weren't yeah. like, it was weird. Like we were both living independently from one another. And then like, I would get these random Facebook wall <laughs> posts. It's like, I need you. And I'm like, cause I mean, I was in another country and like, I couldn't, but it was so funny because I was like, why don't you just call me or text me? And then I realized it's like, Oh, cause she's in Europe. And the other way for yeah. us to connect is like literally through Skype. Yeah. Right. So like they didn't have, it wasn't like how it is today. It's just different. But because Elon and I have the same Jupiter and Aries, I think that's why our most transformational summers happened in 2010. And we had actually been told by one of our fellow listeners, Angelica, she's lovely. Thank you so much. She had sent us this message like, think about what you did 12 years ago. And then I met with our astrologer the other weekend. And he's like, you need to look back and see where your life was 12 years ago and really think about the transformation, where you were at, where you were living, how things were. And I realized, oh my God, I'm doing the same fucking shit I was 12 years ago, except it's completely different. Like My literally in Gemini, by the way. No, it's not. It's an Aries. It's in Gemini. We we have different Gemini. Jupiters. Yeah. <laughs> How do we have different Jupiters? I thought you had your Jupiter in Gemini too. No, it's an Aries. Oh, well, whatever. It's different. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You have Gemini in your chart? Yeah, it's my Jupiter. Ilana. I know. This entire time I thought it was generational. Wait. Your Saturn and Uranus are in Sagittarius, right? Yeah. Your Neptune's in Capricorn? Yeah. And your Pluto's in Scorpio? Yeah. So it's but just my, your my Jupiter. Jupiter is different. Jupiter tends to be more personal. Anyway, just wanted to That's fact check That's interesting that you finally have some air in your chart. Well, I was like something. Well, I have Libra Mercury. Uh, that's, that's a big true. one. That's anyway. True. While this is all happening, 
I look back, right? Where is Jack in 2010? I was kind of living with my mom, kind of living with my friends, kind of living with my boyfriend. I was like, I didn't really know where I lived. I had shit everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, here I am with half my shit in Florida, half my shit at Ilana's house in California, and some of my shit at my boyfriend's house. How is this any different? It's weird. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like on a like mileage standpoint, it's very different, right? Like I'm now like officially my shit is scattered across the U.S. It's yeah. in two different coasts. But still. Oh, and I still have stuff in Washington. Like what the fuck, right? I'm all over the place. So in 2010, my mom got married. August 28th, 2010, right? I remember literally giving a speech. I remember kind of giving the speech. I don't remember the exact speech because this is a period of time where Ilana will tell you. And this period happened for a long, long time. And I even talked to one of our employees about it today where Jack doesn't express her emotions until she starts drinking and then she drinks and then she drinks too much. And then she turns into emotional vomit and it's not pretty. But in this case, it was very pretty. And everyone said I was amazing. I gave this great speech my boyfriend was there and I was like, I can't wait until I can find a partner like you guys have found because it's such a good match. And I was like, I look back on that now and I'm like, if I was my boyfriend, I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, this is bullshit, right? So I quit my job. I was working for Red Robin and I wasn't making any money. I was like driving like 15 miles, 15 to 15 to 17 miles to work in a F-250 so I could barely afford the gas. And I just remember I called work one day and I was like, I can't come to work. And they're like, why? I was like, I don't have enough money for gas. You don't pay me enough money. And they're like, what? When are you coming back? I go, never. And then I hung up the phone and that's how I quit my job. And then I got this job working as a bikini barista. I made way more money, but it was just like, I completely embraced my body and I forgot that I had cellulite. And I think that that was like a really, really, really transformational and a big moment for me because all of a sudden I developed this and I, I don't want to call it like false, but I developed all this body confidence in myself where I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear lingerie to work and I'm going to sit here and serve coffee and probably burn my belly button with hot milk. And then I'm going to go stand on a stage in my bathing suit and in more lingerie and compete with a bunch of like half naked women to be in a calendar, you know? And then, of course, the most pivotal moment of 2000, summer 10, summer 2010 happened, where after Memorial Day weekend, one of the girls I thought was my friend, I say this, and I realize now, 2020 hindsight, I'm glad that she did it, but at the moment, I was very pissed off, told the guy that I was dating, yes, the one that I embarrassed at my parents' wedding. The one who she told me was the one, by the way, at the time. You I did were... not tell you Toby was the one. Oh, I thought this was the other. Oh, my God. This happened to you three times? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. You need new friends. By three <laughs> different women. Not me. I one was a Pisces because I called her fishy. One was a Virgo and one was a Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. Wow. I did not learn. No. So, essentially, uh, one of my friends, a girl I thought was my friend, she went camping with my boyfriend. They came back from their camping trip acting very different. I, I'm just going to say that something probably happened, but also uh, she may or may not have told him that I cheated on him with my ex-boyfriend. He totally did not cheat on you. No, no, but she definitely told him that uh, he may did. have. Yeah, he was so. a Virgo. Oh, a Toby. Virgo. Toby. Yes. Toby, I'm not thinking, no. uh, Toby, yeah. the Scorpio yes. or Toby, the Virgo, not yeah. Mark, the Scorpio. Oh, Mark maybe. the Scorpio is perfect. Ugh, like nothing's God. wrong with him. You've definitely not had good situations with friends because happened no. three times now. No, and every time Ilana has always... I show that I would never, dude, ever do that. Ilana has always known the dirt and she's always been like, Jack, you got to fucking like <laughs> check your shit. Like, don't tell people that. Only tell me. I will always have your back. I will judge sure you, enough, but I'll sure, have your back. Dude, sure. Oh, yeah. She'll judge me like a motherfucker. Yeah. But I can confirm she knew... She knew that I had cheated on my boyfriend, the Pisces, right? I had told her about this aqua that I was like... You told me part of the story. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I told you the rest of the story yeah. afterwards, but I was like so enamored with him and thought he was so charming and so charismatic. And I just had this weird connection with him. And so because I was in a long distance relationship, I didn't take that seriously. So I kept seeing it and I told her about it. And she's like, Jack, this is going to bite you in the ass. And I was like, no, it's good. It bit me in the fucking ass. And she was like, you should be careful who you fucking tell shit to mm -hmm. because he definitely contacted Ilana and was like, do you know about this? And she was like, nope, not my business as hell. Exactly. He's not my priority. And Sorry, I will say bitch. he did contact my mother as well and was like, do you know about this? And she was like, nope. So and then dramatic. she texted me. She's like, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, how am I going to get out of this? So, you know, we grow, we learn, we, you know, become better people. Now, do you think this is something I would do again? 
No, they don't actually. Yeah. We've actually had a really long talk about this because I do have insecurities related to that. And I have blamed it on genetics in the past. I have because everybody in my fucking family is this way. Right. But I realized that's an immature perspective. That's just an unwillingness to be vulnerable and commit to someone 100% because once I was all in, I was all in. Yeah. So, you know, now let's moving forward, I guess. I know that was a lot. We said we were only going to spend 10 minutes on talking about our summers and then we just like vomited for like 20, but it's all good content. I hope you like it. I hope you learned something. Don't cheat on your boyfriends and tell your friends. Yeah. Or your girlfriends. That's why I said, don't tell your friends if you're doing it or like pick a really, really good (laughs) ride or die. Don't just tell anybody. I I meant don't cheat on your girlfriends either. Uh. So June 21st marks the start of summer and obviously a kickoff to cancer season. We love our cancers. I love my cancers. We have a new cancer on our team and I love her. Cancer season's all about nurturing your home and doing some inward reflection. So whether you're spending time hanging out with your friends or family, or maybe you're finally taking that vacation, you probably deserve. The sun is going to encourage you to follow your intuition and start prioritizing your emotional stability. So coming in hot, we've got Venus, right? Obviously it's making its gorgeous debut on June 22nd. That's tomorrow. So this is literally going to feel like your love life just got resuscitated. Wow. Or in other words, like a lovely breath of fresh air. So you're probably feeling extra flirty, which I love. I love embracing my inner flirt. She's so good. And if you're single, I'm just saying, keep your options open, baby. There is a gorgeous full moon in Capricorn on July 13th, which is likely to bring some serious revelations your way. And of course, in typical cancer format, it's going to be all about the structure of your emotional world. Yeah. And then Leo season is going to obviously, I'm going to go back to this. What is this? 2020, I guess, 2019 hot girl summer vibes. It's, it's still a thing, literally (laughs) helping us bridge the gap between our hearts and our soul. So basically you're coming out of your shell, basking in the sunshine, allowing your heart to speak for itself, which for some of you is new. We know that Jack. So figure out what you're passionate about and what do you want to do for fun And then what we really love and we can't wait to see everyone go through is that sometime around August 22nd, which is Virgo season, bitches. We have a new moon in Virgo, which is on August 27th. So you can actually tackle all the tasks that you have, but in a meaningful way because the moon, you know. I know. Don't you love that? It's like, let's do it with purpose and feelings. Even though like, I know you don't want to, you just want to like clear off that desk. And my favorite thing ever is that you will all finally know Probably around September 5th. Okay. Hee <laughs> hee. Like my birthday. Um, because that's when Venus shifts on a Virgo. So acts of service is going to be the less, the best love language of them all. And you will finally understand why. I'm just, I'm like, going to leave that there. You'll figure it out. We've got another retrograde to get through. Sorry. We are going to deal with that on September 9th. We're going to start in Libra and in Virgo. So also go listen to our two other episodes on the shit, please. Like, please don't ask questions. Just go fucking listen to it. So it ends on September 23rd, my mom's birthday. And voila, because it's in Virgo, you get to feel all that bullshit stress because now there's too much to do. Like, oh, Virgos, we had Mercury slow down. You had to catch up and then you didn't. So here's your pile of shit that you forgot right? Oh, and by the way, there is a full moon in Pisces on September 10th, which, you know, will apparently show you the true meaning of love. So like, feel it. Oh, it's my aunt and uncle's anniversary. So that's nice. And then Jack wanted to mention that there are some meteor showers. There are three freaking meteor showers happening. Okay. So I'm not even going to like tell you like, oh, it's the Southern Delta Aquarius. Like you don't care, but there's basically going to be one July 29th and 30th, another one on July 30th to 31st, and then August 11th to 12th. There is some significance to meteor showers when it comes to astrology. If you'd like us to expand upon that, that's fine. We're happy to. I don't know if there's enough content there for a whole episode. Just just write us and we'll let you know. Maybe there's like a a weather. Like DM us. (laughs) DM us. Okay, so we're going to actually start off today with cancer, and we're not going in order today because Aries, you've had way too much favoritism, and we're sick of it. Not really, but Okay, but I also it's just like cancer season, yeah. so like whatever. <laughs> so cancer, the cool thing about this summer is it really is your time to shine. You have to get out of your house to try to be successful, so it's a really good time actually for popularity and fame. June and July are actually the luckiest months of the year for you, so we understand this, this 
episode is coming out in June, but I still am going to reference the beginning of June. So you kind of understand maybe what's happening. So in addition to the festivities of your solar return, obviously, because it's in cancer, the sun's journey through cancer not only serves as a really big confidence boost for you, but also a kind of a spiritual reboot. June is a big month for you because it's all about your ambitions and your professional life. And then Jupiter, anytime, by the way, Jupiter is in your chart, it's a good thing, in my opinion. So it's obviously the planet of luck and then Mars, which is kind of like the powerhouse planet. That's going to bring you massive momentum. So you're going to be really busy. This is the time that you need to strike like now. So in the beginning of June, you probably felt like, because there was obviously a new moon. So it was like a chill of a new moon in your sector of privacy and healing, which really was signifying that you need to rest. You need to recharge and you need to brainstorm. Luckily, which is great for cancer. Yeah. And then yeah. luckily you probably had fun with friends with Venus over your social life until the 22nd. So now we're heading into this time. Into the future. Yeah. So that's something to look at. And then a full moon in your productivity sector is going to arrive. Well, it arrived on June 14th. So that now around this time, you're going to have this important shift to your daily routine, your employment or physical health. You'll probably be busy. So you have to really make sure you tackle everything near this time. And then as the sun ignites your sign beginning June 21st, which is obviously birthday season, the most important lunation of the year for you is June 28th. And that opens a doorway to your most personal hopes and dreams. It's important. This is a great time for you to take action and into 2023, make sure to double down on your self care throughout the entire year, but especially during the summer, especially during the eclipses when they're like, they were in Scorpio and the energy can make you really paranoid. So it's important. It's something that you focus on. The eclipses are going to be rough because they're, it's literally Taurus Scorpio. Like it's going to be And it really affects cancer because you're ruled by the moon. Because hello, moon, water. Yeah. Yeah. And then the latter half of the year, so this time it's going to bring blessings in your love and financial situations. So you have felt in limbo in your love life. Things have stalled or hit kind of a groundhog day mode that's driving you crazy. You need change. You need progress. You need action. This sounds like a political commercial. It really does. Commitment. We need stimulus. Yeah. Make it we happen. We need less taxes. You need to. <laughs> well, that went to one direction. So you need to change your mindset. Change your mind. That's going to change your life. Oh my God, this is so cheesy. Anyway, see this from everyone's point of view. Put yourself in other people's shoes. Somewhere in there is the epiphany you need to solve your relationship problems. With. I love that you're talking cheesy shit because I said mm-hmm. some really cheesy shit today to a fellow Virgo and you called me out and you're just like, you like scoffed at me. But you're like, love it. Yeah. And then the last thing I was going to mention, and we talk about this a lot, is you're going to be most drawn at this time to earth signs because they are going to make you feel stable and grounded. And you're also going to be drawn to fire signs who are going to make you feel driven. So don't be surprised if you don't hang out with a lot of water signs right now. Yeah. Cause no like, big deal. It, yeah. I, you know, and just like live your life. Like, and happy you- birthday cancer. Yes. Yeah. Happy fucking birthday, yeah. man. Like yeah. you should celebrate. Like it's a good, you know, I feel like cancer doesn't celebrate their birthday often. No. When they plan their birthday, it's all about like, how can I make everyone else around me feel good? That's a like, water sign thing. It's like, girl, live your truth. That's a water or, sign. Guy, live your whatever. truth. I don't know. That's like my thing right now. Okay. Virgo, you need to clean the fuck up and wrap up your bullshit because summer is coming and it's coming now, bitches. Also, you need to get fucking organized. Like, what have you been doing? You have literally been skating by while Mercury has been retrograde and not taking care of your shit. Also, work is about to get kind of interesting. Maybe you want to take another job. If the offer is worth it, you could find yourself thinking about relocating for work. What the fuck? Love hearing about that intimacy investments because we love money and some TLC should be top priorities and you can blame Jupiter and Mars for that bullshit and hello June 3rd came and passed so Mercury's finally getting its shit together so congrats you're in momentum again after the 22nd aka tomorrow you can feel your career really picking up so you but I want to say like But between those two, obviously, you're getting domesticated as fuck. So you have this time period between the 3rd and the 22nd. That's what I'm talking about, right? So that's when you're like nesting and shit. Ew. Right? Whatever, dude. You've been nesting. (laughs) I don't want to fucking hear it. You're like, babies, nest. Like, that's your role right now. And I'm like, and here I am like, stress, nest. Like, it's the same thing. So maybe perhaps you're moving this summer. Maybe your social life is like amazing. You're on a rooftop bar, having the time of your life. 
I mean, you're probably spending too much time connecting with your dental hygienist or physical therapist. Ha 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 ha. But I know that was very <laughs> personal, right? But I do want to let you know that that connection is going to help you achieve one of the greatest aspirations you have on your bucket list. How do you feel about that now? Love it. Okay, great. So just for, you know, just to recap, the dental hygienist I met is a Scorpio and her PT is a Virgo. There we go. And of course we need water and earth to make ourselves feel better. So that's how we, that's who we cling on to. So since Virgo, you are the healer of the Zodiac. You're kind of like cancer in that you're always taking care of everyone else. This is your reminder to take care of yourself too. Also, like, don't do that thing that you do where you think that just because, like, we're telling you to regroup and do some self-care that you're doomed to be alone because, like, that's not a thing. I mean, it's highly likely, especially around your birthday. Well, all I'm going to say is there's probably some surprises in your love life. Okay, I'm done. So, like, that's it. I have nothing else to say. I'm going to leave it at that. No babies. I don't want to explore any further because if I do that, I'm going to feel weird. So... All right, I'm doing Gemini today. So love it. Th- <laughs> okay. Love it. So th- this is an interesting one. So with Mercury in the ninth house, this may be a good time to take a vacation or they said travel in your mind. Take that as you will. So this Ew, is mind this, travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> this is a great time for you to engage in high ideals and get closer to your passions. So it's a great time for you to like start a project. And then of course you have to set a deadline because just like Aries, you have issues with deadlines. So once Leo season rolls around and I'm going to get back to this around uh, July 22nd, Mercury is going to be this wonderful time. It's going to go through Leo, which means your social calendar is going to be really hot. But that's going to be the time to socialize. And then Jupiter and Mars are going to kind of make you more of a networker. You'll have this really fun month filled with fun, laughter, and friends. But let's talk about before that. So, Yeah, because that's like the part we care about. Yeah. So your planetary ruler, which is Mercury, is going to get awakened on June 3rd, which is a smooth time for you. So that already happened. And then Venus, which is obviously the planet of radiance, that's going to make you really magnetic from the 22nd onward. So tomorrow onward. That's a time that you should expect love and pleasure. That's going to be the top of your priority list, just like Taurus and Libra. So a full moon in your partnership arena is going to begin, or it already began on June 14th. That brought a culmination turning point or kind of ending to a major relationship or business or love, something like that. Last in a very busy month, June, will be the arrival of a new moon, bringing like this energy to your financials, which is going to be on June 28th. So that's like a new job, a raise, maybe like a new client that's going to pop up on your radar around that time. And then there's this asteroid that's called Cerises, I think like from Game of Thrones or Sarah's. I don't know. One of the two. It's which, Cerises. Okay. Well, yeah. it's C-E-R-E-S. Yeah, it's Cerises. Really? It's spelled I can Sarah's. Confirm. I can confirm it's Greek and it's Cerises. Okay. I'll look it up. I think it's Sarah's. Anyways, it's, it's associate. I'll look it up. Anyways, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's not spelled like that. It's Cerises. Okay. Whatever. I'm looking it up now. Now I'm annoyed. We're both wrong. Play it. It's Cerise. It's not Cerises. It's Cerise. Whatever. So Cerise is a the I'm largest an- object in the main asteroid belt that lies between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter. Okay. It it's also has a lot to do with like your marital future. Yeah. I, I'm going to say that. So yeah. the asteroid is called Ceres, which is associated with marriage, like really good food, a home. It's going to enter your sign. So you're going to find yourself feeling more concerned with your home and family life than things like partying going out. So Summer is going to be this really romantic time for you. And then Venus is going to come into your sign as well, which is, you know, obviously great for you. So workplace and education are going to be a really good territory for you for your love life, which is really a theme with air signs. So it's, it's going to make you really ambitious. It's gonna make you like attracted to ambitious fire signs like Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. So you're looking for a life partner instead of like just a fling right now. And you want someone who's your equal, who can challenge you and inspire you. This is more than how you normally are, which is like you want to just go out and have a thing. So in your close relationships, you're all about really like rooting for each other and helping each other to be your best. This summer is a time for you to like have your pitches and your promotions expand. Maybe you move, maybe you travel and you got to like broaden your scope. And I said that, you know, obviously, like I said, you're going to be attracted to fire signs. So this is a great, probably Sagittarius is going to be someone you should hang out with this summer. (laughs) So I love this. I'm still going to call it Cersei's, but I'm going to do my best to call it. Ceres. Ceres. 
It Seer says ease. it says Seer Ease. Seer Ease. Maybe we should change it to like S E E R Easy. That it says yeah, it says S E E R E E Z. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I love pronunciation guys. Yeah. They're the yeah. best. Seer-ease. All right. Yeah. So now that we're done looking stupid, but I love the fact that we had an argument. We were both wrong. That doesn't happen very often, by the way. Usually one of us is right, but we will continue to tell each other that we are wrong. Yeah. Let's talk about the rain in Seattle, shall we? Just kidding. So <laughs> she's glaring. It's really cute. We had an argument about rain in Seattle today. So Leo, let's hook up. I mean, hang out. Leo, summer is like, all about friendship for you. And whether that's making new friends, reconnecting with some old ones, you're literally experiencing this like glow moment where you're quashing all the bullshit that's become between you and the people that you love right now. So like kiss and makeup already. July 22nd is your solar return, baby. So this is your time to really bask in the sunlight and allow all that lovely sunshine to help you thrive. Solar return, by the way, means Ilana, you want to tell them what solar return is? It's in your sign. Thank you. Your sun's back to your sign. So it's like fancy words for being like, oh my God, it's your season. Yes. You're a fire sign, babe. So you probably are already feeling some adrenaline this summer, especially if you've been considering any type of travel, maybe school, anything in media, litigation, anything where you're moving in new directions, that's going to make you super happy. But like, so will your social life. So pick what you want. You're going to be happy no matter what, essentially. I wish I was you. I literally wish I was you right now. So June is all about letting loose. And on the 14th, right, came and went, you probably had some type of romantic, creative, recreational, or dare I say it, fertility situation that you've been working towards. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Bitch. Right. I I literally (laughs) left a pause there so Ilana could talk shit. (laughs) Literally, that was my purpose. So... If you're having some trouble in paradise, maybe things are feeling a little stale these days. This is kind of like a great time. I know, right? This is a great time for you to kick things up a notch with your babe. And who knows? If you're single, you might suddenly trip and fall in love. There is the possibility, Elon's going to hate this, that if you're trying to conceive that this is going to happen now. What the now. fuck? It's all the fire signs, dude. <laughs> Literally. Virgo's like, I have to clean. And they're all like making babies. I know. Virgo, Virgo's all about nesting, but never about like oh birthing. Oh my God. Right? <laughs> so, just nesting. It's just nesting. It's just constantly nesting. It's like, I got to make my nest nice and warm and cozy, but I can't drop any eggs. So I'm just gonna, you're making a nest nice for another bird to come in and lay eggs. <laughs> Some of us haven't even bled yet. So Such a Virgo thing. So basically we want you to look to the new moon that it's happening on June 28th and use, use that power. I know this sounds so like woo woo, but you're a woo woo crew. So like whatever, use that power of that new moon to kind of recharge your batteries. And like, I'm talking spiritual, not the ones in your vibrator. Nice. So, you know, there, this year has been really good to you, Leo. You're a magnet for whatever you want. And the sun has obviously favored you. So do the thing where maybe you take some naps. Cause like, why not? I mean, like, if you know, this is funny. Wait, I was in the elevator today and the woman who cleans like, I love her. I asked, she said, yeah, I'm like, so tired. I took like a nap in my car the other day on my break. I said, what's your son? She said, Leo. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck are the odds? (laughs) Sorry. It's just a very random, strange thing that happened today. And I was like, good for you. Leo would be so good at naps. Sorry. I'm off topic. Yes. But also they would need the nap. Yeah, definitely. But they would own that nap. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Them and Taurus. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. But like with that, right? Because, you know, you've had a lot of shit happen to you in 2022. There's also some more shit, right? Like we have solar eclipses. You are the fucking sun. Someone is casting a shadow on you. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's cancer. Right? right? I know. It's Taurus. So <laughs> it's always Taurus. It's always Taurus. You, so <laughs> it's Taurus and Scorpio. So this is going to feel like a lot, but I promise you that you'll end up on top, which, you know, you might end up with a new job or maybe a new love interest. Also, please don't cut your hair. Like that was a thing. Like don't cut your hair this summer. And like, I'm just going to end this with like, welcome to the summer of love. And I know it's cheesy, but I really don't want you to waste all that good fortune. And we really hope that you took Mercury retrograde to think about what you want and start making moves in that direction, babe. Because if you did, the universe is going to deliver in fucking spades. 
And I hope you get that reference. I hope you know what deliverance fades means. What signs do you think they should, they're probably gonna be attracted to? Mm. I'm thinking fellow fire. I'm thinking fire. Yeah. hundred percent. Everyone this seems is, to want fire. Right this now. is action, action, Summer, action. So, this yeah. is water is not getting any love right now. Yeah. Like this is action, action, action. And for me, I feel like everyone's attracted to earth and fire right now because earth helps keep things stable and keeps things going. Whereas like fire is all about like, ah, this happened. They get like spurts of like, you know, you know, like the NOS button in like Fast and Furious. No. You've never seen Fast and Furious? I don't like that stuff. I've You've seen never it seen the movie? Yes, I have. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know what I'm talking about? It's a button that they push that makes them go really fast. Yeah, I have one of those in my car, but it doesn't go that fast. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. These are like canisters of like I know, gas, I know, I know. Right? Nitrous like, oxide. Yeah. That's what I feel like fire is. Like, yeah. like earth is the car and fire is the nitrous oxide. Oh, Lord. I know. I love my analogies, man. Well, let's talk about air. <laughs> Aqua, this is your time to let your hair down. It's a time for play. So if you've been really serious lately, because sometimes you are, this is the season to fight your urge to work all the time and kind of reclaim your me time. So there's a new moon in Leo on July 28th, which is going to bring you and your loved ones a clean slate. That's going to allow you to kind of rethink Ooh, your clean, relationships. Sexy. Yeah. However, you should also expect the unexpected, which is totally from Big Brother. I want everyone to know that. That's their slogan. The universe is going to bring a lot of exciting opportunities for you with things like new ideas and travel into your mind, Aquarius. So Jupiter and Mars are going to also energize your communication, and it's going to push you to set new goals and to kind of take off. So romance, passion, fun, they're all at the top of your priority list because there's a new moon at the very beginning, and that's going to that encouraged you to put matters of the heart first. So single aquas, you should date a lot. And then couples, they're going to kind of reignite the spark. Maybe this is really upsetting to me. They're going to spend time with their children or try for another. I'm like, what the fuck? I know. Dude, why is everyone having babies except for girls? I don't know. Venus is going to get into the zone after the 22nd. Tomorrow. So that, yeah. So the cosmos then are going to be on your side. So mid-month in June, you ha- there was a full moon and that was in your social sector. So that brought this like wonderful event for you to attend or maybe like a milestone moment with your best friend. If you're looking to network or date around this time is a good time for you to do that. So the end of the month, which is obviously this week and next week, life's going to pick up in the fast lane. There's going to be a new moon in your productivity zone, which is going to be June 28th. So it's going to ensure that you'll be taking on more projects. You're kind of going to assess your work-life balance. You're going to look maybe for a new job or try out maybe like something new with, I don't know, like exercise routine or maybe like a new group. Get at it you kind of feel like some close relationships are kind of running their course, maybe coming to their end. Finally, you have like the natural conclusion and that's okay. Let things kind of ebb and flow. Some people are with us for a lifetime. And I I love to say this, but I think most people are are with us for seasons. I agree. I think it's very rare to find somebody who is going to be like the salt to your pepper. Yeah. So part of this is because you're changing a lot too. You're also Aquarius, so you're becoming more comfortable in who you are and your own skin and your decisions. So the changes I think that you're going through, you have to kind of let them happen. You can't control them. Your better suited people are going to come into your life. And I would say the single aquas are going to be really, really drawn to Scorpio because you're you're having to look more inward and to confront some demons. Uh, mm. This was interesting to me. I really liked this whole thing. And I do want to mention that as I was doing this, I really feel like that this can also really relate to your moon sign in a lot of ways. So if you're an aqua moon, this might be something you relate to. I know I relate a lot to the sag moon. So I just want you to all look at your big three and try to, you know, also connect some of these to that as you're going along. So, yeah. All right. Let's move on. All right. Let's talk about our favorite Pisces. Pisces. I only say it's our favorite because we're talking about Colin and you know, they're just the best though. They Dude, are. They're also oh, annoying, but they're, God, they're so annoying. This should come as no surprise to you, but you need to find something creative to do, honey. Cause as Ilana's grandma would say, you're adding salt and pepper to everything right now. Hmm. Literally we were doing this and we died laughing. Like I was doing this and I was like, Oh my God, Ilana, you're going to die. And we did. We died laughing at the recommendation. Cause guess what you're supposed to do this summer? You're supposed to journal, make some work goals, 
maybe get a house plan or some kind of water element you want to add to your space. We were like, what the fuck? I like, like how Aquarius is like, expand your life. And this one's like, get a plant. I know. Like Pisces is so <laughs> journal. Also, getting a plant for Pisces is a really big deal. They will yeah. overthink that shit. You think they're like emotionally connected to their plants? Yes. Then why does Colin keep killing his? <laughs> they're not. No, they're all alive. Yeah, because of me. He killed. No. I, okay, first of all, some of these plants are like seven years old, lady. So I no. water all the plants that's fine in the house i was before you so not the pisces he used to yeah <laughs> yeah like let's talk about how sad jim is okay <laughs> so like <laughs> right like hello no okay. context just yeah jim. just jim let's talk about how sad jim is so and let's leave it at that and colin you can't cut that so check in with your emotions try to channel them into something that's like a creative passion for you on september 10th we've got your sexy full moon in pisces and thank god for everyone but you and i mean like well no i mean okay so you kind of do need to come to terms with who you are without those you love this is a big deal. Okay. Like Pisces moon, everybody loves it because they're all in their feels. This is hard for you. You also need to come to terms with who you are without your friends. You also need to come to terms with who you are without the people you've chosen to partner with. Basically what this is teaching you is who are you when you stand alone? And you also need to kind of look at your friends and the people that you've chose to partner with and see if those are people that you should keep having in your life as well. Let's not put that into Colin's universe. He obviously needs to continue (laughs) to partner with us. You wrote that. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't talking about us. Okay. Moving on. Like shit. Ew. Don't, don't put that out there. Why would you put that out there? Don't put that in his head. Ilana. Ew. But I, I was writing this and I was thinking about this and I was starting to think, who is Colin without all of us? He's a lot of people. <laughs> he he literally he's fine. a sponge. He'd be no, fine. but he's a sponge. Yeah, yeah. But who is he if he is all alone? If he has nobody, who is he? He's a lot of things. He'd be fine. Not worried about it. My mom's always I'm not like worried about it either. He will be fine. My but mom's I'm always saying, like you underestimate. But it's him. not I'm a like, matter yeah. of no. But it's not a matter of like oh you need me to like make you like this better or to make you like this, this, this guy that is very. I mean he was he was on his own for a long time before me. So he's gonna love hearing this. You should keep talking about it. He was on his own for years before me. Lived how long on his own. Wait, how long was he single before he met you? Three years, I think. <gasps> yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought he just went from that one no. chick, the Scorpio, to you. She's a Leo. And no, no. He was single for a while. I think two or three years before me. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He and I have to have a talk about that. Yeah. I was single for only a year. So we'll have a talk about that when we talk about like, do we exist in this universe? Okay. So because that's, you know, our love language. So anyway. So Jupiter and Mars, as we've talked about previously, that is like juicing up some prosperity for you this summer. Elon's going to love this. So like, thank God you're finally going to be bringing in money. I don't mean that in a negative way whatsoever. I'm saying that in the most positive way. So like if you've had contracts on the line or maybe you're like doing some sales, that money's coming, honey. So like, let's look forward to the 22nd, which is like AKA tomorrow. Keep your eyes open, babe. Oh, We should also note that on June 14th, you know, like last week, there was a full moon in your professional sector, which is basically going to shine a light on you and boom, success in the palm of your hand. So we're recording this on the 15th. So that means yesterday something had happened. So everything in June for you is all about family, home, all that domestic shit. And you can thank cancer for that. Venus is going to surprise you with in this arena though. So like, just get ready. Like, I'm not going to tell you how I'm just going to say, get ready. And of course, like you're very emotional and psychic and guess what? You should have been working on this because you know, remember Mercury was in retrograde. You're going to continue to work on this. Highly recommend you find some healthy and effective ways to manage your stress and your anxiety because it's not healthy for you to throw temper tantrums every once in a while because you don't know how to express yourself outwardly. And maybe you should learn how to stand up for yourself. Oh, also, we should let you know that Neptune is going to go retrograde this summer. So you need to snip out all the losers in your life. Love it. Yeah. So let's talk about Sagittarius. Of people that snip out losers. Uh, Sagittarius, ready to escape into the unknown. I, are you kidding me? This <laughs> sounds, this this also sounds very aqua. I'm sorry. Just reading that sentence. This whole thing I resonated with in every way. So 
when you're not out there, you are somebody that will pick up a book filled with adventure and that's how you get away from your problems. So it doesn't mean you have to travel all the time. So one of the most important periods in your life around love, passion, fertility, and relationships is now Sagittarius. Your planetary ruler is obviously Jupiter. That's going to come into your sphere. It's going to bring you luck. And then Mars, the planet of sex and drive brings fuel. So your heart's desires are kind of at the top of your bucket list. So whether you're single or attached, this is the time to manifest the love story of your dreams. So a new moon in your partnership zone that was active on the onset of June too. And that helped you to align with something or someone significant or pretty much to like find something new. So some SAGs may decide to commit right now, maybe like move in, get engaged, uh, maybe have children just, you know, they obviously started to do that after Mercury awakened on June 3rd. This is why this like so resonated with me because I thought I could escape retrograde. Oh no, I had to get COVID. Retrograde really fucked yeah, with it was you. ridiculous. It so, fucked with me too. Oh my God, that's right. We got COVID yeah. during retrograde. <laughs> the Shit. First day. Colin so, freaking shattered his phone. Yeah, like <laughs> great. So mid-month, of June, that's when all eyes were on you. And there was a full moon in your sign that appeared on June 14th. Then you had this like culmination of, or like a personal milestone that arrived and it put you front and center. And then June 28th is going to be interesting because there's a new moon and that's in your intimacy and investments arena. That's going to be cool. That's going to grant you, this is my favorite, the urge to merge. This is what I resonate resonate with so much because I'm actually ovulating around that time. So thank you very much. Anyway, Jupiter is growth, right? Spine of growth, expansion, higher learning. It's going to go retrograde during this part of second half of 2022. So you finally have to face the false narratives in your life. And yes, that may mean blocking your ex's phone number, which is always a good idea, or just cutting people out. And then on August 27th, there's a new moon in Virgo. That's going to lead you down this like maybe brand new career path. You have to keep an open mind. Maybe you don't want to overlook all these like really great opportunities because you decided you want to travel or escape things. You're drawn to summer because it has a lot of like noise and adventure and heat and you want to be in and amongst it. You want to like play, you want to have fun, you want to enjoy a lot of new people. So obviously you're going to be attracted to other fire signs. Aries, Leo, Sags, they're perfect for this mission. So, but if you're feeling, you know, that you're enjoying your romantic relationships as is, Don't put yourself in a place where you're going to have temptation. You can't help yourself sometimes. That's not going to help you. It's okay to feel temptation, but it's also okay to be bored sometimes or not feel 100% satisfied all the time. Sometimes that just means that you need to do other things that aren't necessarily that. So there's some good advice for SAG. Love your, I love your horoscope and I want it. So thank you very much. So Scorpio, hey baby. Of course, I knew it. I knew it was you, gonna happen. You knew that was coming. Every right. time, da- my favorite was like, "Date me." <laughs> I know. Like, love me, love me, find me. I'm right here. Fuck me. I don't care. Date me. Oh God, Scorpio, please. I hope he bleeps it. You That's know, so much fun. You also dropped some f bombs, so I but don't want to fucking when he hear bleeps it. it. It's hysterical. What did you say? I love when he bleeps it. It's so funny. Oh my God, <laughs> Scorpio. Did you know that right now you're actually on the cusp? of the second house during this summer solstice. And that's why you feel so weird because second house energy and remember your second house rules your body and physical assets. So like maybe you decided to take up some rec softball since you graduated and it's been like, you know, I don't know, 10 years plus since you've played that. Or <laughs> maybe you decided to Google the best workout for your Zodiac sign. I don't know. Or like maybe you know, that yoga mat that's in your garage that has like spider nests in it. Like you need to like dust that shit off and use it. (laughs) So I know gross, right? But basically you got to get some work done. So Venus is swooping in and activating some really public areas of your chart. So this is why I bring up the whole like, oh, you joined a rec softball league or, oh, you started working out or, oh, you're doing yoga because you need to work on your self-care regime Because whether you like it or not, you're going to be in the spotlight. So if you're going to be in the spotlight, you may as well look bomb as fuck. So all that progress and productivity. God, can we hire them? I know it's a Scorpio. You're afraid of Scorpios, but like still. I've worked with plenty. (laughs) So like, but like. my favorite. Ilana, stop. (laughs) I'm just saying if all they're focused on right now is progress and productivity, 
I want to hire them because mm-hmm. if that's what their direction is headed, that's the people I want on my team because Jupiter and Mars are literally boosting and energizing their life. So they're having some serious growth around employment and they're probably getting in shape. So hottie, anything in the intimacy category, like relationships, friendships, partnerships, these are really hot topics for you. And thank God Venus is bringing you some harmony because... I'm sorry. Like you kind of need a break from like the whole possessive thing. Like that act is not cute anymore. So lucky you investments and assets are finally paying off. And if you've been working towards something financial, you'll probably see everything come in a pretty little bow around June 14th. Okay. So for us, that was yesterday for you. That was last week. So yeah, that happened. I hope it happened for you. If it didn't, sorry, like this prediction is false, but you know, just like look at money sometime around last week. Everyone loves, okay, well, I love intense. I love how intense you are. I say everyone because I want you to feel like everyone loves you, but I don't know if they do. So I'm just going to say, I love how intense you are, but you know, and I know that it's a blessing and a curse because you're so mysterious and charismatic, but like, I'm sorry. You also have this very like manipulative and jealous side to you. So the 2022 eclipse falls on the Scorpio Taurus axis, which basically means you're affected more than the rest of us. So try not to pick fights, honey. And the year like a phoenix, which is considered the highest evolution of a Scorpio. That's freaking cool. How fucking cool is That's that? That's so cool. That was like, I have to do some more research on like highest evolution of signs because thinking about that, I... Maybe that's why I'm so connected to Scorpio because I have a Phoenix tattooed on my body. Maybe. We Maybe. definitely should do an episode like that. It's super cool. I think that would be dope as fuck. Okay. So I'm doing Capricorns today and I made it kind of long because I found it very insightful. So here we go. Capricorn is on the cusp of the fourth house during the summer, which is a really big deal. So basically, if Pluto is in the sign of Capricorn retrograde, Pluto is an underworld planet and tends to involve problems that need to come to the surface. That's a lot. So there you go. Pluto is obviously Scorpio. So dun, dun, dun. So the fourth house also represents the home environment family. So when a planet is in retrograde, it means that energy, obviously we talk about is going within. So all that points to problems regarding house, home life, family, emotional expression that have to be reconciled and cannot be avoided. So this is a perfect time for you to basically, they said, clean out your basement. I know you don't like to clean out your basement, because it is an ideal time to unearth what you haven't dealt with and you need to put it out there. Just putting that out there. And I know every Capricorn ever loves to avoid their bullshit. It's time to deal with it. So you will have progress around home, family, and domestic situations. That's guaranteed. And here's the thing, Capricorn. So Jupiter is a planet of luck and the Mars is a planet of activity. We talk, we're talking a lot about Jupiter and Mars right now, right? So that's going to energize you all months about these matters. Every month. Yes. Every month is yours. So some of you might be like moving, renovating, or kind of looking for like new real estate or something. And then pleasure around romance and dating is something also that's going to be like a big theme for you in June. And Venus actually is going to go into your sector around until the 22nd. Oh, great. So what happens then? So single people need to be on the hunt for like a new person and then couples need to work on like spicing up and igniting their sparks. So, Oh, so you're telling me my spark is dead. Stop. So (laughs) when June started, there was a new moon and that was in your productivity sector. So that means you're doing more projects. Work-life balance though is key. So you can't just like work or work through the weekend and, and not, you know, focus on your social life at all. So in the middle of June, you might feel, you might have felt a little bit exhausted and eager to like kind of lie low because there's a full moon in your healing and rest zone that came up on June 14th. But the sun turned a corner into your partnership zone after today and it's going to ignite with a new moon on the 28th. So this means relationship matters are going to be spotlit, helping you to kind of make promises and grow closer to finding your one and only. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So what? So this is like a good time for you to if you're single to look for someone that could be the one, or if you're with somebody that maybe it is the one. So it's what? Gonna, <laughs> <there's>, 
what the fuck? Is this why you didn't want to talk <laughs> yeah. to me about this? So there's going to be a full moon in Cap on July 13th. That's going to highlight all the ways you've grown over the past few months. Oh, chances I'm are, be gone during then. Okay, chances fine. are you've changed probably a lot. Okay, so this summer you're going to enjoy a deeper sense of self-awareness about your needs and behaviors around your love life than you've ever been. Maybe you vocalize your feelings more and you don't make someone else do that. You're the one that does it. Oh, I'm feeling some shade being It's a time here. to recognize when you get in your own way where you might even self-sabotage a good thing and self-limiting insecurities that you're tired of carrying around. You got to let it go. You got to change. They said, and I'm going to make this very clear, that everything's going to get better when you work on yourself. And if you do not change, you're going to be in, you're basically going to be in your basement. So, Which is why they want you to clean out your basement. So you're going to be drawn to signs that are like air signs. So Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, because they're good signs. They're going to help you expand your mind and probably start to go, you know what? Maybe I can think differently and my rules are not as important as I thought they were. Oh my God. Capricorn and their fucking rules, the right? The fucking war is so stupid. They make no uh, sense. I told you they make no sense. They like, make no sense. Clothes on the bed. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Outside clothes. So dumb. All right. <laughs> let's move on. So Libra. Oh, cute. Did you know that you are considered the most polite Zodiac? Yeah, of course. It's adorable, right? Yeah. She spelled polite wrong. It's really funny. Shut up. So I don't have my freaking spell check on. I didn't pay for my Grammarly subscription this year. Okay. So this summer, it's hanging out in your first house. So like, I'm sorry, but this summer is a good time for a fresh start, honey. And remember that project that you've kind of been putting off? Just go get it done and then you can go explore the world. Yeah. Like literally just, it's just one. So just go finish it. And then you can go about your merry way. So like, mom, go finish the bathroom and then go play with your shit. Okay. (laughs) That was weird. That was weird. That did not mean to come out that way. Let's continue. Let's be polite. That got gross. So after you finished, and I'm sorry if you guys ever hear like me, like making noises, it's just because my allergies are acting up and I don't know why. I just want to like put that out there in case Colin forgets to edit one of my like (laughs) moments. So You've established some of that stability and cancer is obviously coming in hot to energize and supercharge you with that confidence and courage that you need to make sure your resume stands out. That's funny. Among the rest. So like, I love that you love use the word sparkle because I use sparkle all the time. And it also reminds me of here. Libra because it reminds me just, I don't know, just that's a, that's a sparkle sign. Oh yeah. It's the heart with the sparkles. Yeah. That is, if Libra was an emoji, it was heart with sparkles. Correct. So do you feel that sparkle? Because this is one of the most magical summers of your life, at least when it comes to relationships and partnerships. So basically when you get Jupiter and Mars together, work's going to be awesome. You're probably going to find luck in love. And you're going to feel that missing piece or that like thing that you've been searching for. All of a sudden, everything is going to come together. So if you're single, here comes an opportunity to put your gorgeous self out there because you're a Libra and you're beautiful. And who knows? There is a possibility that you'll meet a soulmate with some actual long-term potential. I'm going to tell you to get the fuck out of the shadows though, honey, because you're a Libra and you were born to be seen. Like, did you feel that though? Like there was a full moon in your communications zone that appeared on June 14th. And this is supposed to help you debut something significant, whether it's writing, speaking, maybe a contract. I mean, shit, maybe like you're traveling. And then on the 21st, because the sun is lighting up a professional sector for you, you've got even more of that highlighted. Okay. Then you get your new moon on the 28th. So I'm sorry, but like the world's your oyster. Like you got a promotion coming in. You got a new job offer. You got a raise. Like you're getting all like it is a good time to be a Libra this summer. And we know that Venus was retrograde. So you probably felt a little more, I guess, like dull than normal. (laughs) Right. I know. Elana's giggling. She's like, oh, no, they had dust on them. Right. But you're not. So just like regroup a little bit and maybe really establish your goals regarding love and money. Oh, and like also before we get when the year ends with, of course, you have your marriage oriented asteroid. What's it called, Ilana? Series. Okay. In your sign in Libra, you're going to feel like a goddamn diamond. And also we'll talk more about asteroids later on, but also yeah, it's like so fucking cool. And yeah. like, I don't even know if I have a whole episode on it. I have like 12 episodes on it, but like, we're not going <laughs> to talk about that right now because that's a rabbit hole and you guys saw the story on Instagram. Okay. Taurus. So 
it's a good time for you to relax at home and spend time with people you love. This is not new information. Your horoscope is boring. So <laughs> make time to hang out with your friends and family. You might also want to focus on your creative pursuits and even express your creativity around the house. So maybe you paint a wall, you buy a new painting, you get new furniture. There's a Taurus I follow on TikTok. Fucking swaggy as fuck, man. That's all I'm going to say. If you know Moody Foodie, I think he's the best and his house is swanky. I feel like you like have this like secret crush on him, but it's no, not I mean, really he's a crush. A it's just like, but I just, I love Taurus men. I think that they have great taste. Ugh. So if you're feeling a bit stuck, don't fret. There may be something on your mind that you have a hard time getting over, but if you give it more time, it's going to make more sense to you. You are someone to sort of, I would say overthink things. So that's something you need to work on. So the summer always begins with the sun moving through your social third house, which is going to bring your group of friends together. It's going to inspire you to connect with people, maybe in your neighborhood. Then you're working on important projects behind the scenes. So as the planets crowd in this sector of the sky. So Venus, the planet of pleasure and attraction, which is your planet, that's going to help you to enjoy yourself and bring romance into your life all month until the 22nd. So now we're to the 22nd. So when June started though, there was this new moon and that was in your financial sector that's still active. That brought you maybe like a raise or a new job or a side hustle or something to your door. Taurus is definitely someone that would have a side hustle because I love money. So with Mercury, which woke up on the, the third, then that was when you could proceed confidently. So this is a good time for you to do those things. Then in the middle of June, intimacy, settlements, and then big money matters were really important to you. And then the full moon, which appeared in the sky on June 14th. Then an inheritance, they said like a VC, a payout or an investment situation I'm maybe jealous. popped up around that time. I'm so jealous. Give it to yeah. me. Then finally, as the sun kind of went into the new moon, on it's coming into June 28th, you're going to find that your mind is going to kind of be ignited or exhilarated with new, exhilarated, exhilarated. I knew that needs to be left in. It's so funny. <laughs> with new ideas that you're going to kind of like shout out to the world, probably on Instagram, you're going to become really involved and in maybe like some, some sort of milestone, like maybe like writing a script or something. You should get together with Libra. I'm telling you, this could be also be a Taurus moon thing maybe like a speaking or communicative related project that's going to help you learn, like teach you something and to connect with other people. You're going to walk away all from the bad stuff this summer, including people. And this is going to help you have a really like positive effect on your life. You don't realize how draining some of your people and the connections in your life are. When you get rid of them, you get to kind of reinvest all this time and energy into people that matter and yourself. That's a game changer. So if you're single, I would highly recommend looking into involving yourself with air signs. So Gemini, Libra, Aquarius that are going to help you focus on like, just like we talked before on new ideas and new ways of thinking with just like Capricorn. So all the, all the earthies are going to be very drawn to, to air signs right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. And this is our last one, isn't it? Yeah. All right, Aries. I know we had to make you wait. You're always number one. You're probably just like fast forward. You're them. not. So you have a lot on your plate during the summer solstice and you might find yourself at odds with the people closest to you. This comes as no surprise that anybody that knows you. You're probably feeling a little bit moody and wounded and have a hard time saying, I'm sorry. Please stop being so pessimistic. Summer is a bit of a renaissance for you and it's a time to start something new, like maybe a career or a love affair. <laughs> so like, get out there, have some cocktails, dance. Jupiter, of course, is going to end up in retrograde in Aries towards like the end of July, but that doesn't mean that your party's going to have to end. June is a month for you to feel very fired up and lucky with Jupiter. And then you have the drive of Mars, like igniting you forward. Hello, you have everything you need to succeed. Yeah, literally. Like what the fuck? So take charge and step into this new Aries era because in the beginning of June, there was a new moon, right? That took place at the end of May. I think it was May 30th. So, this is still going to be active and it's going to keep pushing you forward, pushing you to get moving on an important project. You may want to kind of like, how do I, how, how do I say this, Ilana? I don't know. Like you, like, I don't know. You have to like figure out your time situation. Like when you want to start things basically. Okay. So a full moon in your expansion zone is coming or it already came on June 14th. 
which kind of like energizes you up to travel. So get active with anything with like academics, so school, or maybe some media projects, or join a spiritual group. I don't know, like get in touch with your shit. And your attention is actually drawn to domestic and family concerns because, I mean, cancer, duh. So as the sun kind of like lights up this arena for you and then it meets the new moon on June 28th, some of you could be moving. Maybe you're renovating. Maybe you're stepping in to help during this time. Please step in to help. So many of your close relationships will be heading in different directions this summer because people change and life changes. How do you feel about this, Ilana? Let it happen. Was this this hard for you to write? No, I feel this way. (laughs) I'm just saying like from the areas that we know. Oh God, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so let this happen and it's okay because people are in our lives for seasons. Ilana and I talk about this all the time, how lucky we are that we are here for life. Like we're lifers, right? Ilana, please agree with me loudly yes, uh, on the microphone. Oh my God, yes. Don't leave me hanging. Okay. You have a creepy hand right now over the red light. <laughs> anyway, some people are in your lives for seasons. Not like me and Ilana, we're lifers, but you know, some people are just here for the summer. So with those closest to you though, you want to make sure that you're continuing to grow. You also need space to breathe though, so boundaries are important. I need to learn how to open your fucking mouth and share what you're going through. That is really important. Stop keeping all of these walls and all these doors around your feelings like you're worried someone's going to judge you. Nobody gives a shit. We're all going through crap. Just open your mouth and tell us, right? We can't help you if we don't know. Also, keep checking in with your goals on yourself. Check in with your friends. Check in with your partners. Like, talk. If you're single, though, you're probably drawn to people like me. Or maybe people like my boyfriend. Or maybe people like, you know, those who throw tourist tantrums. Yeah. <laughs> I was very polite in that. <laughs> well, we really hope you enjoyed our thorough predictions. Before we did predictions, it felt more general. We really tried to tap into what was going on in the universe. And I really am so excited for the Jupiter and Mars things that are in everyone's chart because they seem to be positive for the most part. Mars can be challenging, but I think with Jupiter and Mars, it's a blessing. Honestly, we're going to be good. Yeah. hundred percent. We're going to be good. We're excited about it. But anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to be obviously doing a fall predictions and a winter predictions and a new year predictions. And we're going to make sure our predictions episodes continue. But as always, if you have any suggestions of episodes you want us to do, let us know. I, hate summer. So I'm excited to not hate summer. I just don't like hot weather, but I hope you all have an amazing summer and we'll obviously be with you throughout all of it. Excuse me. And is there any wise sage advice you'd like to give our, our Virgoians? Not really. They're not our woo woo crew. Our woo woo crew. Yeah. So and Virgos, (laughs) when you are constantly being bombarded with hot girl summer and hot girl walks, remember no matter who you are, you are a hot girl. Yeah. The bikini season is, is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's like stupid. Like, Sorry. What are the beach body season? Everybody can go to the beach. It's just, it's just not a good, it's a very toxic concept. Don't even say that. Don't take it out of your vocab. Yeah. So y'all, we love you. This is a fun episode. I hope you love our predictions. If you don't, sucks to be you, but please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Reviews are really important to us. Remember how important reviews are to us though. We actually have a TikTok that's posting regularly because thank God for people who, you know, we can get to do that. So follow us on TikTok. We're at Vicious Virgos. We are also on Instagram at the Vicious Virgos. We, you know, we love you guys. We want to connect with you. We want to develop relationships with you. We're happy talking to you. DM us. Tell us your stories. We'd love to hear you. Please make sure that you also follow our friends at The Just Girl Project. Other than that... We hope you have a fucking badass summer. It is summer solstice. It is the longest day of the year. Get out there. Go find a bonfire. And that you should always stay stay vicious. vicious. When the sky looks like a UFO and you feel so alive.